Do you believe in that? Um, do you potato? believe in magic in a young girl's heart? <laughs> I do believe in fairies. I do. I do. Hello. Hello. Well, this episode <laughs> seems to have come upon us both much quicker than we anticipated. I think because, you know, we recorded Thursday for today's, or yeah, today's episode to come out. Which I have yet to post, but I'm actually currently doing it as we're talking. So we're doing a combined topic this week. Yes. So we have made it to double digit. <laughs> so proud. We're on our 10th episode officially, and while we are making it the week before our 10th, don't worry about that's it. How li- that's, that's how life works, okay? You can't just, like, record and instantly upload. We need to no, edit. I'm- we are not flawless women. <laughs> it, uh, we have planets in retrograde, right? Yep. So- and another one going in in a week. Yeah, they just all seem to be in retrograde. People are crazy. The world is crazy. The planets are just going to add to it. Perfect. Yeah. So let's actually talk about it this time, because I know every single episode, I, like, start to talk about the retrogrades, and then I'm like, let's not talk about that yet. So, a good way to start this topic off, because we're going to shoot a little shit about talking um, about... Doing witchcraft when you're an in-the-closet witch. Um, a good way to start is just kind of to know about whether, you know, I mean, nobody's going to say anything if you know that the moon is full one night and new the next. So knowing, you know, the rotations of the moon and kind of acknowledging them is a good yes. way to start knowing if planets are in retrograde or not is a good way to start because random people know that it doesn't have to be a witchy thing it doesn't have to be a pagan thing um you could be interested in astrology not a witch um those kinds of things i keep a memo on my phone about what planets are in retrograde that sort of thing. And Steph just relies on my knowledge for that. <laughs> yeah, so Brooke's, a be- Brooke's better at it than I am. And by it, I mean everything. So, yeah, I rely on Brooke for the planetary alignments. That's only because I write them down. If I didn't write them down and have them somewhere, I'd be as lost as you were. Yeah, and another way that I usually find out is if my boss is bitching, going, "Oh no, Mars is in retrograde again." It, it's okay. really she's really dramatic, but I love it. So right now, um, as most of you know, we just had a full moon on the fifth, and it was also an eclipse full moon. Presently, we have. I'm actually going to have to look this up, and of course, I'm in the room that is the worst for internet connection. So as of today, Monday the 8th, when we're filming this, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, Saturn, Venus, and Jupiter are in retrograde. When is Mars going to retrograde? Mercury goes into retrograde. No, I said Mars. Oh, yeah, that's later on. Mercury goes into retrograde on June 18th, and I don't think we see Mars go into retrograde until later on in the year. Yeah, I didn't think it was till later on in the year, usually around August, September. You would be correct with September. September 9th, Mars goes into retrograde. Yeah, and that'll last until uh, December, that retrograde. Mars is, the, Mars is the longest planet in retrograde. Actually, no, Neptune is. Oh, I thought Mars was. Nope. Um, Mars is only from September 9th to November 14th. Neptune has been in retrograde since the 23rd of January and does not come out of retrograde until November 29th. Mm, Maybe it was last year that 
Mars was in a really long retrograde. Yeah, sometimes it goes into a really wrong. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it can really last long. three months. I can actually check that. You know, I, I did this last year too. I bought a book, Astrology for Idiots. I started it. So Uranus was in retrograde from August 12th to January 1st. And then we got like about a three week release and then it was back in retrograde again. Perfect. Yeah, I know. I feel like Mars was a very long retrograde last year. I talk oh, a lot. No, you know what it was? It was Jupiter retrograde last year that was really long. Ah. I see, I see. Mars never went into retrograde last year. Maybe it was Mercury. Not- Mercury goes into retrograde three to four times a year. Yeah, I, I could have sworn Mars was in retrograde last year because my, my supervisor kept going on and on about it. So I'd Google it. And it'd be like, yep, still in retrograde. And, I'd, and it was, I, I don't understand. Oh. Mars went into retrograde. No, that's for today. That's for this. That was 2020. Oh, well, that's fine. Oh. Ah, here. Um, this was published on December 17th, 2018. Um, Venus... And Mars were not in retrograde at all last year. Okay. But we get them both this year. Great. Well, because Venus is currently in retrograde. Mm. Um, so if anybody's feeling an energy drain, that, that would be it. Well, yeah, it would be that plus all of the energy people would have put into the protection rituals during the 5th. Or her saying that kind of thing. Yes. I know a couple, so a lot of the pages I follow, like uh, on TikTok, or like people I follow on TikTok, or like the witches pages on um, Facebook, a lot of people were feeling uh, particularly drained after performing there. Because they had to fight through an eclipse, too. Yeah, they had to fight through an eclipse, but what a lot of people don't realize is um, Trump has people on his side, has witches on his side fighting for his cause too. Yeah. So you had to fight, had to fight against them and all this other lovely stuff that's going on. Yeah. So people had to, like me in particular, I, I warded my uh, apartment and I used a production sigil from someone I found on Facebook, plus one I made of my own. And uh, redid the warnings after I did it all, too. Yeah, I had the same protection candle going for all three nights. So the night leading up to the night of and the night after. Mm-hmm. So that it was a more powerful protection. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to make sure that um, there was no backlash on myself or, or- other people. And, and that was backlash. I, I just, I wanted to protect from people who were. Malevolent uh, attacks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of people, to a lot, to a lot of people, which is a bad word. In yeah. Quote. Um, and I know a lot of our fellow witches. And by the way, I mean that term as a female or a male or anything at all to identify as a witch is a witch regardless of gender um and i know steph and i has always seen it that way you're not a warlock if you're a witch if you identify as a witch whether you're male female trans anything you are a witch yeah um and if you're a witch in the closet we feel for you we've been there i didn't grow up in a religious family i know steph did um, but my mom is not the most open of people to certain yeah. men. Um, and we both went to the same Catholic high school, which is funny because that's where we learned the most about our witchcraft. Sure is. Um, but I know when I started, I was 11 
and I lived in this teeny tiny one religion town and further north than we live now in the Bible Belt, basically. It was a very, you go to church on Sunday. My mom had enrolled me in Sunday school. I mean, my mom was never very religious, but she just wanted a sense, more of That's a sense what of everyone did. <laughs> but more than that, but my best friend at the time, who I had been friends with since grade nine, grade four when I moved back to Canada from the States. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, her, like, I went, and I think I've talked about this in our introduction and everything. She was, her family was religious. Not, like, extensively, but they went to church every Sunday. I was at their youth group. I went to some of their church uh, Sunday schools and things like that. Um, I wasn't against it. It just wasn't me. <laughs> so at that time, not knowing what I was doing in the early 90s, late 90s, early 2000s, as yeah. a 10-year-old preteen, um, here I am dating myself. Um, You're not that old. Get over yourself. I know I'm not that old. I got really into collectibles um like antiques like that yes i was very into antiques i think that also came from my grandparents because my grandparents had a lot of really cool stuff that was mm-hmm. antiques and it just kind of transferred on to me um there's still a place that i love to go um that is now open again is it the 400 antiques mall yes oh man we should go yes but um, they're very strict. Masks must be worn. Um, but that's where my antiquing kind of came in. And I started doing small. I mean, I think even as a small child, because I remember, and this is an embarrassing story, but I'm going to tell it anyway, and I'm going to leave it in. When I was really little, like I'm talking about, we still lived in the States. So for time reference, I moved to the States when I was four. So I was born in Canada. I was born in Toronto. I moved to the States when I was four. And anywhere from four to the age of nine is when I was in the States. And then we moved back to Canada. So in the States, I remember having this little kitchen set like every girl does Mm -hmm. and I would make potions and things out of like the moisturizers and shampoo bottles Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuck with me and it never left (laughs) very cool and I was my mom liked to grow tomatoes tomatoes has been always her thing but I have I've never had a green thumb like green you never been great at growing stuff, but you've had a lot of practice. Well, we never really grew stuff. I had a bleeding heart plant, but my cats used to love to uh, knock it over in the garden um, and break it. But I've always, I've always had the love for growing herbs and things. My grandparents taught me how to like grow vegetables, and I've always been drawn to like rosemary and sage and things like that. Yeah. So. So growing a plant was never odd in my household. Mm-hmm. So I started with that, with the antiquing and finding cool objects and being into the paranormal yeah. and that sort of thing, which grew into my craft and part of who I am and working with spirits and things like that uh, carefully. But that, that's another thing you could do. If you like to cook even... As a witch, grow your own herbs. You can write it off if you're if you're a closeted witch. You can write it off as I'm doing it for my cooking so that I don't have to spend money on herbs and spices. Yeah, I think so. I've always lived in Canada. I went from Toronto to Barrie, like that's really the extent of of my travel when it comes to where I've lived. Um, I grew up in Toronto with a very religious family. And by religious family, I don't mean like my mom and dad. Um, I mean, like my grandparents were always really religious. 
my mom of course was as well but like not as intense as um like grandma and grandpa and so there was a church we always went to in toronto it was a staple staple still it's called saint mary's in toronto i also lived in the little portuguese community so like there was little italy like little portugal uh and then like uh dundas was near i think i don't really remember the streets really well and um I, I've always gone to a Catholic school uh, and going to a Catholic school in a predominantly Portuguese community, um, people are particularly, I wouldn't say they're, they're very intense with their faith. I think most European countries are. And I also lived in a house that was haunted. I did like, I've always believed <laughs> like in God. I've never uh, not believed in, in him. Um, I've just always held the belief that this world is too this universe, this world is too big for him to be the only one. Um, so yeah, I, I, I grew up in, in Toronto. Um, I don't remember much of my childhood. I know that we had a garden outside, which is odd for uh, a backyard that's mostly concrete. I had like uh, a pen for like we had rabbits, but yeah, no, the, the place is haunted. So I've been introduced to like the paranormal at a young age. It also helps that my mom um, was always really into the paranormal and the creepy stuff like horror movies and all that stuff. She was into witchcraft when she was in high school. I didn't really know it was a thing, like a real thing. And until I grew up more, I thought it was just a TV. I didn't, I didn't realize that like um, witches are real or like um, there were different religions because of how closed off I grew, I grew up until I moved to Barrie. I didn't really start getting into this. Like I've always been into paranormal, always been into ghosts, um, communicating with spirit, all that genuinely fun stuff. Well, genuinely fun for me, <laughs> but I didn't get into it until I think I've mentioned it in the intro- introduction until I was uh, in high school when I met Brooke. Brooke. Brooke is the one who started me on that path. I am not sorry. But my, like my, <laughs> of course not. Um, my family has always seen me as like the weird one. The black so sheep. Yeah, I was always the weird one in the family. Uh, even though my little sister were similar in our likes and dislikes and um, our beliefs, I was still always considered the the weird one. We can be weird together. I'm okay with that, like, honestly. And I didn't even really start being more vocal about my beliefs and um what I choose to do in my life until recently. Not that I was afraid of my family judging me. I just didn't really care to hear their opinion. <laughs> so I just didn't bring it up. Like I don't really care what you have to say, but I know I don't want to hear it. So I'm just going to be quiet. Right. It's better <laughs> to be quiet than deal with the shit sometimes. Exactly. Um, however, if you are a closeted witch and you do, you know, you get along with your family and don't want them to know, there are things that both Steph and I have done that can be considered, and I'll put this in quotes, in the closet witchcraft. Yes. Um, th- little little things that you can do um, that don't seem so witchy or are a little covert that still you know you can still do your practice but not out in the open where you can't do it if you don't feel comfortable enough to do so yeah uh we're gonna like i said this is a just shoot the shit episode so if we talk over each other that's how we talk sometimes because one of us will think of a a topic and be like oh if I sound like I'm lost or saying I'm um a lot, that's because there's no notes for this episode. <laughs> and I'm probably I actually lost. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to, well, how we'll do this is one of us, I think we should do, is one of us will bring up a top, like a, a way to do it. And we'll just kind of discuss it. And yeah. kind of how, how you and I did it. And, you know, other ways to do it. And that sort of thing. Do you have a starting topic or did you want me to start? Uh, I think it's probably best that you start. (laughs) So one thing that I can think of is doing, and this is really weird and you don't have to do it. Like you can do it in your room. If you are a candle hoarder, like I was even before I got 
back into Minecraft. Oh, um, yeah. You can... <laughs> right? <laughs> candles are not strange. They're not witchy. If you like candles and you use candles, uh, even if they're scented or anything like that, if you know that they're for a magical purpose, take a piece of paper. It can be paper. It doesn't have to be, like, written on a bay leaf. Write your intent on a piece of paper. What? and burn it <laughs> oh, and burn it and put it out into the universe i distinctly remember girl like in high school whenever we'd go to the mall and i remember this because eric would be super annoyed same with like <laughs> nikki and justine and we'd be like we'd walk into the mall and be like hmm we need to go to uh, claire de lune we should go yes! and then always without fail we'd be like seriously guys Candles again? Didn't you just buy candles when we were here the other day? Uh, yeah, I don't see the problem. I used <laughs> them already. Yeah, like they're. I need more candles. I don't. I don't understand why you don't understand that. Or and even if then our friends were kind of into it too, but in a weird. They way. were. But yeah, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Now, if you can't have candles, but say you're a smoker or um, you have a backyard, um, you can bury it in the dirt or just use the flame of your lighter to incinerate the piece of paper. Yeah. Um, Sigils. Not physical, but written with your finger on your palm are a a good way to feel magic. Not a physical representation, but even something as small as that can help if the, wait for it, wait for it, if, there you go, if the intention (laughs) is there. See, I use sigils all the time and I'm not always using um, physical representations of them, though I guess you could probably call them like physical if you, I don't know. So I will put them on, like, I'll do, put sigils on myself using, like, um, one of my blessed oils or just my intention. I'll use my finger. I usually draw it on my forehead. Don't know why I always go for there, but sometimes I'll draw it on my arm. <laughs> um, I also remember reading somewhere that taking, you know, like, those rollerball, like, perfumes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And doing a sigil in that because you won't see that after but then you'll smell good so if you do oh i know you can do it that way why on your forehead um because of the peppermint halo from sage or sage and and it's a roller thingy it's also where your third eye chakra is i sure yeah i know that's there but (laughs) (laughs) with helps in intuition and intention. What? No way. <laughs> Another way that I do, even now, as a witch who doesn't necessarily have to hide her practice, uh, is grounding. So, I mean, if you have a backyard, or like I said, if you like to pot plants, just sticking your hands in the soil is is a good way to connect with your witchy self. Yeah. Um, if you, so I, I looked up a list while we're, we were sitting here talking of a hundred ways you can practice your practice without actually practicing your practice. <laughs> so I one get of it. Them, I get what you're trying to say. Yeah. One of them is start a rock collection. Yes. I've always had shiny rocks. Yes. <laughs> We'd be walking and be like, oh, that's pretty. And I'd pick it up a, like, like a little kid in the player and just shove them in my pocket. Yes. And then I'd go to do laundry later and I'd find rocks in my pocket. Well, you know me. You and I would both find rocks in our bras. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, no judgment here. I wear a lot, a lot of crystal necklaces. Now my family has no illusion about whether I am or am not anymore. Thanks to this podcast and Facebook <laughs> and TikTok. Now my dad will anything. Is, uh, is that a part of your witchy stuff? Uh, I'm like, yes, dad. You should yes, just sing that song from Hocus Pocus. <laughs> but I've always worn like crystal necklaces or 
um, <laughs> stuff like that. And another thing is any necklace can be used as a pendulum. And that's what I do. I don't carry a pendulum on me. Like, I own pendulums, but yeah. I don't carry mine on me anymore, mainly because half the time they end up in the wash and breaking or half the time they end up in my bag and breaking. So I just use whatever necklace. Usually it's my pentagram necklace um, or my crystal cage necklace because mm-hmm. uh, those are the two necklaces I usually are, am wearing. Um, and if I feel the need to use it, that's what I use because yeah. that's what I have there. Um, so another one on here is use a shoebox to hide your more obvious items. So yes. like you can make a shoebox altar. Mm-hmm. Or an old toy tin altar. Yes. <laughs> I had a shoebox altar as a, like while in high school. I know. Um, well, it started off. You told as, like, me it box. was getting too full, so I wasn't allowed to buy you more stuff. Yeah, and then I had to switch to like bigger boxes, and it was all to just hide this stuff because not that I'd think my mom would care, though she's pretty fervent that God is the only God. And also, I think she would care. I just didn't. I like I said earlier, I just rather not hear your opinion because I honestly don't care. And the dollar store. The dollar store, and like I said, we'll probably do the dollar store as another kind of just chit-chat one, but the dollar store is amazing for things that can be used witchy that don't look witchy. Yeah. You know what's really great is uh, in high school, so we went to an all-Catholic high school. It was great. It had its own chapel. Very holy place-ish. And what was really great was... um, Brooke, me and Brooke coming in, um, wearing our pentagram necklaces and our pentagram and, hi- and hiding crystals in our bras. Yeah, and that was super <laughs> fun. We really, got really nasty looks from the, some of the teachers, even though we were like the teachers' favorite kids half the time, like because we were, we were always super respectful to teachers. Um, mm-hmm. But then they'd like <laughs> look at our necklaces or look at our hands, notice our pentagram ring, and be like, let's talk about Jesus. Let's not. Let's talk, let's talk about baby Jesus. Let's see, how he, let's see what he's doing. Which is always really fun. Um, if I have another one um, that's good as a witchy. I would call it not necessarily like a witchy in the closet, but you can do it while you're in the closet. A witchy hack for a broke witch or one in the closet is use a deck of cards. If you are drawn to tarot as your form of divination, use a deck of cards. See, All cards I'm, in. I'm not, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of using, like I, I understand they can be used and they were originally used. Uh, I'm not a huge fan because I don't, I don't, I don't understand them. <laughs> and I get that, that sense, but, yeah. but <clears throat> in spite of, like, I know how to do divination with them. Yes. my favorite. Uh, exactly. My favorite are my Rider Weight that, Tarot Deck. But if you cannot have a Tarot Deck and you feel drawn to doing Tarot, in your own practice, pick a deck of cards that you're drawn to and use that as your tarot deck. Like Steph said, not everybody likes doing it because they don't necessarily understand it yeah, or can't do it. Um, and like, I don't do it. <laughs> so I'm no, a very bad example of this. Yeah, I don't have that skill, <laughs> but I commend anybody who can do it with cards. Um, that's just not my <laughs> thing. But like I said, yeah. if you are a witch in, a clo- in the closet, and you feel like the pendulum or a scrying mirror or something like that um, is not your cup of tea, Yeah. then use regular cards. And speaking of tea, that is a great way to get some of your herbs without being suspicious. Yeah, you just need to make sure that when you look at the ingredients, it is just... Um, that herb so like chamomile if you look at a box of like chamomile tea it'll just say chamomile on it if it's all natural same with like peppermint um green tea like those ones 
<clears throat> you just need to make sure that they're or, just that herb. Or you go for ones that you know it like if you've done a little research, if it say has like is an herbal tea that has like three different ingredients, but they're all for that specific intent that you have, mm-hmm. you can use them like that. Or like I said before, grow your own herbs and like mint you can make your own mint tea and it can just be like oh i bought the one plant so that i didn't have to always go out and buy mint tea yeah there are so many ways you can like hide what you're doing because like we understand that it's not easy to be open uh and honestly it's taken a long time for me and brooke to be open with the people around us because it's not some it's not easy Another thing is Book of Shadows or Grimoires. You don't have to have a physical a physical book. You could do it all on Drive or Google and have it named something stupid or silly so that if people are looking through your files, they don't know what it is. Do you know what I mean? Or you could also format it like a regular journal so that people don't think it's a book of shadows yeah um though i don't know if like i didn't my mom never read my journals growing up but like there are parents that do um so if you know that your parents are particularly nosy like don't don't do it don't do a journal format because that's one way to get called out real quick oh yeah so like i said if your your parents are nosy don't worry don't do it that way um I mean, most of us have phones now, Um, OneDrive or Google Docs that you can easily like exit out of and your parents have no access to because you can sign out of your phone if your parent asks for it. Yeah. Are really easy to keep on you or small little journals, like small little books that you can keep with that shoebox that Steph mentioned. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's in a spot and you know it's in a spot or a lockbox or something like that. I know Steph and I mentioned this at, in the introduction, but we went outside of our own properties to do our to do spell stuff, work. Yeah. It just mainly seems because kind of like getting interrupted. Yeah, that was my mainly because um, it, it stopped us from being interrupted. We didn't have to like hide candles or anything like that and be like, we're doing nothing. You don't smell incense. You're good go away the I burned I burned candles and incense a lot growing up um but you know I I didn't always use candles and I didn't start using incense until I moved out on my own um I used um wax warmers yes that was my go-to so that's another thing like I said dollar store is amazing for things like that a witch who's in the closet like I said some of their notebooks are like those like little composite notebooks i didn't even I remember the word oh, okay. yes okay those are all composite notebooks you can get them and have you know i'm forgetful so i have notepads lying around everywhere for everything get a small pack of those mm-hmm. and have like one if if you don't use a purse have one in your back pocket for like every day like things you need to remember but you can also have one of those small little ones in like a desk drawer if your parents are not nosy or mm-hmm. your your small shoebox or attached to your altoid tin in your pocket for your little altar teeny tiny altar yeah. Um, there are wonderful ways to express certain deities if you are doing deity work uh, without actually having a deity statue. Things represent them that are more mundane, like you can have cars or trains. But, and or, you'll know, like you'll be drawn to it. You'll know, but nobody else has to. <clears throat> yeah. Your offerings don't have to be extensive or obvious. They can be, uh, like Steph said in the introduction, another glass of juice that you would, quote, unquote, drink later. Yeah. 
um, bird statues, if you like birds, butterflies, owls, owls dragonflies, for me. ravens, <laughs> crows, skulls, if you're like into skulls. <laughs> and you can just don't want to be a weird goth kid. Exactly. Okay um, even bracelets that you feel drawn to that aren't ne- don't necessarily look witchy can be used in in like if you need like a focal point for a deity. Yeah, you. So you can use any like everyday objects. You can enchant everyday objects: your glasses, the clothing you wear, um, for like cleansing rituals and whatnot. Buy soap and sh- like shampoo and conditioner that are scented to what you're trying to get across. Um, Bath and Body Works has this. I guess it's a, it's their aromatherapy line and for um, my cleansing because uh, of my like high anxiety and like mental like health stuff I have I use the calming patchouli and vanilla scent I love that one the I also love their eucalyptus mint mm-hmm. oh it smells so good did mm. you hear they're closing down yes I'm I so very upset upset I need to go and buy some patchouli and vanilla and, like, eucalyptus and mint stuff. Um, You can do... um, Oh, uh, this is, like, a friendly reminder, is if you're doing anything, like, online and under your own, your, like, family's IP address, is always remember to clear your browsing history if you don't want them to know what you're looking into. Always. I mean, I've, I've had a laptop since I was... 18 Mm -hmm. possibly um but before that i had a desktop computer and guess what i would have to do clear your browsing history (laughs) exactly see my parents were never nosy growing up except for when i decided to date a girl and then they got real nosy all of a sudden but back to meditating Meditating is a good way that doesn't have to be necessarily a witchy thing, but um, if you are doing it to better myself, yoga. I know that's so cliche. It sounds so cliche when I say it. But it's totally a thing. (laughs) It's totally a thing. You can focus on whatever you want. You don't have to have your mind completely clear. And you can just let your energies flow through you. Going for a walk. As cheesy as that sounds. As cheesy Um, as that sounds. Pinterest. Oh. Pinterest. Um, Because you can make your boards um, private. So no one else can see them but you. Yes. Yeah. I had a a, a wedding one um, on Pinterest uh, long before Mike proposed. (laughs) of course you did (laughs) um even having like i know not everybody knows what ikea is but um even if you have an ikea there they have these shelving units and like you can get the small one i have the four one for like my clothes and stuff like that but you can get the floor one there's a nine one and yeah. you you can do this thing, and I believe I saw it on Pinterest. And each of the four corners, there was some form of that element in that corner, and it didn't look witchy. Um, so the one corner was like just a couple of candles, innocent candles, just sitting there, and then they had like mundane stuff in like the other five things Mm -hmm. and then they had like in the other corner they had like feathers and things representing air and then like a little like fish tank in another one to make it look like water yeah and then like plants in another one to to represent earth and that was their altar but it looked completely like oh this was just done for decorative purposes yeah and you can do it that way too, or even on your shelf, you can do it that way. Like, you know how some people have shelves, you can just like have a plant and a candle and, you know, get a, if you have a, if you want a fish and you're allowed a fish, fish tank, there's your water mm. source. Even like a little glass with a floating candle on top and a plant with a couple yeah. of air representations. It doesn't have to look witchy to be witchy or make you feel witchy yeah 
I, the biggest thing, like, so, Brooke, like, Brooke, I know, has mentioned quite a few times, um, is you don't need to spend a lot of money or fanfare to, or have a lot of fanfare to um, be a witch. You literally just need yourself and your intention. That's it. So, even if you're in the closet and you're afraid that you will be found out, you don't actually need any physical representations. You honestly and truly just think to yourself, your intention, your belief. Um, I've got another one, uh, cleansing your space. And this one's a nice little cheap one that doesn't really look weird, mm-hmm. I want to say. So if you get, you know, those little spray bottles you can buy at, like, the Dollar Tree. Yeah. Like plastic ones that you can use. As, like, they're the really tiny ones, or you can get, like, the regular size ones <laughs> that do the misting action. You can put water and a little bit of salt in there so that it the salt dissolves. And that can be your cleansing spray. And it doesn't look witchy. I have one of those bottles and I have to label mine because I can't tell the difference between the one I use for my hair to stop static and the one yep. I use for cleansing. Um, you can also, you don't have, like, have to use salt. Though so salt is so easily accessible. Um, lemon. Oh, uh, Water with lemon in it. Primo. Yeah. That's good for cleansing. And nobody's cool. going to question that. Salt, I know at least where we live, you buy it for a box for two bucks. Yeah, or it's free in packets at restaurants. Um, yes, grab some packets at restaurants. You can, you know what you can, okay. Here's the thing, pepper. Mundane pepper, which you can also get in packets at restaurants, mm. um, are perfect for banishments there's this um <laughs> tiktok and um it, it goes this girl goes up to a witch and goes you're a witch and she's like yep because it was a woman who was doing it the girl go the other person goes um i have a bit of a problem um i'm i think i may have summoned a, a demon is this the lemon pepper one <laughs> yes and she goes <laughs> the witch goes uh lemon pepper and the girl the other person goes to get what will would that get rid of the demon and the witch goes no lem- demons love lemon pepper just sprinkle some lemon pepper on yourself <laughs> i love the the pirates of <laughs> and this we're totally nerdy we uh, admit that <laughs> through and through the quote that. on tiktok that's from pirates of the caribbean I've got a jar of dirt. I've got a jar of dirt. That one. There's two. There's the, I've got a jar of dirt. And then there's the, this is a jar of dirt. Yes. Is the jar of dirt going to help? If you don't want it, give it back. No, it's fine. <laughs> then it helps. It's the, and now, like giving your friends spell jars. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the thing. If you think the pepper is going to help, it helps. But Though if like you're I was saying, attracting the demon to your body, we've we, like we should talk. Like I think you might need someone to talk to. Just offhand, <laughs> I think you may need somebody. But um, sugar, easily accessible for sugar spells. You can get packets of honey at McDonald's. Any. I said McDonald's. Yeah, I know, but do you know how upsetting it is to not be able to get lemon, or not lemon, honey at Timmy's? Yes, because I take honey in my tea. Yeah. Um, you can, um, if you're doing a, like a sour jar in quotes, you can take a packet of vinegar, put whatever you need in it, and just then get rid of the packet. Mm-hmm. Or... Or if you need to keep the packet on your person, if you cut close enough to the top and then you're like Sephiroth and have a hair straightener. Yes. If you are a witch that likes to keep herbs on you, but you're in the closet and you have like one of those Altoid tins, take straws, cut them into smallish pieces, burn one end closed, be careful doing this, Put the herb in, close it up and seal it on the other side, and then label it. Um, so <clears throat> I just decided to look up on Google, because like I said, um, neither of us made notes 
What are notes? Said <laughs> that we have, neither of us made notes for this topic because I honestly forgot and I thought I'd be talking about Amethyst, which I made mo- notes for two, three weeks ago. Um, <laughs> turns out Amethyst will be next uh, next episode. But I found this picture and it says Closet Witch Tips. And um, this one this one is really cool. Um, use two... Ooh vases for flowers to store moon water or any special water so in the in the one vase obviously you'll have your water and your flowers but then you'd put that vase in another vase with your moon water oh i like that right and all you'd have to say like if someone questions it they'd be like oh it's a this really cool aesthetic that i saw online or um store pressed dried herbs in books Yes. Uh, <clears throat> if you if you play instruments, you can turn your spells into songs or melodies. Yes. Put your crystals as decorations in terrariums and other plants. Yes. Herb gardens for cooking. Oh, I have another one though. If you like to bake or to cook, you can put sigils or symbols in um, for when you're stirring like soups and sauces and things like that yes, or in the herbs that. that you use yeah or the herbs that you use or if you like doing pies and baking and things on the bottoms of your cookies or on the bottoms of your pies mm. and cakes and things or like I do I add one magical ingredient that is my secret ingredient into a lot of my recipes oh what's that tell me your secret ingredient I mean, it's different for each recipe. Oh, okay. <laughs> but like, <laughs> like in um, my grandmother's banana bread recipe, it does not call for vanilla extract, but I put vanilla extract in it. Now, mind you, mine is my own homemade vanilla extract where I've actually like slit the beans and put it in the vodka and blah 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 blah. But hey, and you. so, and that has spell in it itself, right? Yeah me doing that process and that's witchy and it doesn't have to be out in the open because if you're want to be a closeted kitchen witch and is doing all this stuff making your own vanilla extract is cheap Mm -hmm. it doesn't go bad if you keep it in a in a place where it doesn't go bad and you can use the same vanilla beans and top it up with with the vodka or the bourbon or whatever you're using yeah another thing you could do is or use <coughs> anyways as like a closeted witch is um nail polish color uh, correlation mm-hmm. or makeup yep or clothing or if yep. you veil in any sense of the word you can do it in your headscarves veiling i find veiling curious like it intrigues me I just don't, I've never had an interest to veil myself. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. Yes. You found it interesting, but don't see yourself doing it. No. I feel like um, if, I, if I were to start doing that, um, it, it would only be inviting my family to get into my business. Ah, yes. And like I said, I don't care about their opinion, but the, I'm sure they have it. So I know. Remember, For friends, heaven's sake. better. Um, so jars, collecting jars is a great hobby and it's not an expensive one. And if your family questions it, like, why do you need so many jars? Um, they're for, for, for cool crafts or for storing things like, oh, I saw this cute DIY with, um, organization and jars. That was, that was my thing. I use Pinterest as my backup a lot. Oh, I saw this thing on Pinterest. So why do you have sticks? Oh, I saw this thing on Pinterest. Why do you have so many rocks? They're just random rocks. Oh, I saw this thing on Pinterest. It's Stephanie. We see the pentagram. We know. We, we, we know you're <laughs> um, that never happened, but because <laughs> I always kept, I, I'd always have to take my pentagram off before going home. You may be thinking now. What am I going to use in a little teeny tiny altar, like an Altoid altar or a like shoebox altar? Well, candles, coins. <laughs> um, specifically, I was thinking for candles because everything else you can kind of make smaller and less obvious. Um, yeah. 
tea lights with herbs in them. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Or essential <coughs> oils so that the herbs are not visible that for you. It's scented pretty. Mm-hmm. Or birthday candles. Birthday candles are, is a good one. That's a staple. Which are small and easy to kind of burn down quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, if They're meant to burn down quickly. So. If you can't find like colored candles and you need a colored candle, keeping a cheap pack of crayons on hand and melting them over top of the candle that the white candle that you have. I mean, that's a I guess cheap they are wax. That, te- that, that technically works. You can use it to color candles too. So that's like what, if you have a tea light. Yeah, that's what I was oh, like. Just the top. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> On the same page saying different things. We do that a lot. <laughs> um, picking flowers. Picking your own flowers. Putting that intention into the ground um and then putting them you know on your you know altar in quotes um Mm -hmm. they don't have to be real flowers they can be fake flowers from the dollar store and you can be just like just as long as your intention is there (laughs) maybe you don't want a pentagram ring um but you have your eye on a, a piece of jewelry that's a certain color rather than crystal jewelry. Um, that kind of goes with that kind of goes with like the makeup and things like that. Kind of sets your intention for that piece of jewelry. Um, and any jewelry, yes, any piece of jewelry can be charmed into an amulet. I have protection on my freaking industrial piercing, so I don't panic and freak out every single time I forget to wear my rings. Mm. Another thing, you can get Himalayan salt lamps. I've got two of them. One in my room and one in my living room. I have a candle holder that is somewhere in this apartment. It got packed up with everything else. Uh, And a I believe it is either clear salt or it is a selenite it was gifted to me two Christmases ago, and it's a mm-hmm. little USB one that just kind of plugs into the... I have it plugged into the wall. It's actually going right now, and it changes color. Mm, I have one in my bathroom that I keep on at all times. It's our bathroom nightlight, um, nice. and it's I a Himalayan salt lamp one I got from the dollar store. Nice! Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, if you're looking... To, if um, my broke-ass witches, who are also closeted are looking to buy crystals um, cheap because um, I know that if you're younger, you probably don't have a lot of money to just play with. And sometimes um, crystals and stuff can get like super expensive. Um, I have ordered off like wish. Now you have to be careful because there are fakes, obviously. Um, sometimes they're genuine. <laughs> One thing you can do is lick it. If it tastes salty, it's fake. Um, a lot of people or a lot of like witches will um, so if you go to like home sense or like winners and you're buying crystals from there um, people will lick them to make sure that they're real because <laughs> if they taste like salt they're not real they're just they've dyed um, like Himalayan salt, salt and, or, or rock salt to uh, pass it off as um, like amethyst or citrine or um, other ones. It's pretty yes. common practice. Um, or just a geode that's or been made geode, to look yeah. like yeah. color but geode. If it's fake, that's that's fine. Um, it obviously does not have the same properties as if it were real. But, um, but the important thing is um, your intention. Your intention. Um, do we have any more advice for our closeted witches? Plant things. <laughs> I know I said that already, but I was talking more along the herbs and the spices aspect of it. But even if you're a witch and you want to reduce your money intake, you can, if you like raspberries, you can grow raspberries. And uh, often in spells, you can use raspberry leaf. 
Mm-hmm. Same as strawberry leaves. Strawberry leaves, the tops of strawberries, dried strawberries, dried raspberries, hot peppers. Oh my god. Hot foot powder? Make mm-hmm. your own? Jalapenos, especially if you like those kinds of things, like in dishes, jalapenos, hot peppers, cayenne, uh, chili peppers. You can use tomatoes in witchcraft for heaven's sakes. You can really use anything as long as your intention's there. A pepper, a sweet pepper, can be used. I've done it before because my intention was there. You know how some witches bury a witch jar? Yeah. Like a witch bottle? And they bury it in the ground. If you're looking for a less obvious, more biodegradable version of it, cutting the top off of, like, you can do, like, one of those not hot, like, banana peppers or, mm-hmm. like, a sweet pepper or anything like that. Or a not a pino, which is a not hot jalapeno, if you like jalapenos but don't like how spicy they are. Yeah. Put in there. Put all your herbs and stuff in there. And bury it in the ground, and that will biodegrade into the soil. Your spell will still technically be there, mm-hmm. but nobody's gonna find that jar and be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Oh, to protect if you're a witch who drives, uh, you could make a sachet for the car with herbs and things in it. And pawn it off as an air freshener. Mm-hmm. Also, um, you can put like um, the like the evil eye for protection in your car, and that's pretty commonplace. People have it everywhere. Sigils or petitions, buried places, like a pen and paper is nondescript, like a pad of paper sitting on your desk. Nobody's gonna think, "Oh, that person's a witch." Yeah. Uh, and you can write whatever your intention is. That's my biggest one, especially if you're a closeted witch and you don't want to pull off the big spells yet. You can also soak that paper in water and then bury it in the ground. It will dissolve faster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you have a tree on your property that has larger leaves and you happen to be outside and you happen to have a Sharpie, write your intention on the leaf and put it into the ground, because who's going to suspect the leaf in the ground? Yeah. I know I've said this before. Eggshells for cascarilla powder. If you are a closeted witch, but you plant plants or are starting to plant plants, you can have eggshells on hand, and it's good for your garden. Yeah. So you can have it for that protection, but if anybody asks, you're like, oh, I've started growing herbs and uh, veggies and stuff like that, so I just sprinkle it around to, to help. A makeshift altar cloth, if you don't want to be that open and don't think like a tablecloth or anything would be a good idea, um, use a pillowcase, because then you can also store your items in that pillowcase in your closet, and it looks like like a shirt or something. And yeah, nondescript. There's yeah, there's tons of things that you can do. Um... Oh, I've got another one that's witchy for all your coffee and tea drinking witches. Stir your intention into your drink in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I do that you one know, often. Yes, I do that often. Or a little bit of cinnamon in your coffee, honey in your tea. Um, are all witchy little things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you know your parents don't, or whoever doesn't look at your cell phone and you want to do a tarot reading, there are apps online on your phone that'll do the tarot reading for you Mm -hmm. tarot readings uh you can have again if you know your parents don't go on your phones there's um lunar calendars there's co-star there's also um a way like depending on the phone you have uh, you can so if you put everything in a category uh, like on your homepage, you can lock that. And you can make it something nondescript 
so that it doesn't look weird. Yeah. Um, so you can, I know it's a tough time going out there, but like we consistently say, uh, give us an email uh, at truenorthwitches at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to get your subscriptions in by June 22nd so that we can get you in for the giveaway and the spooky sewed uh, the next week. Yes. Um, so remember to do that. Don't forget you can hit us up on Instagram at True North Witches, TikTok at True North Witches, uh, Twitter. Twitter. Twitter at True North Witches. And you can also find us um, so you can go subscribe. Yeah. Uh, but that is all we have for you this week. Um, we better say goodbye before this app decides to cut us off again. Yeah, we're getting near that two hour mark. Yes. So we will see you in the next next episode um but always feel free to contact us if you need us on any of our social medias or uh at our email um one of us is always on i mean it comes directly to my phone so same yeah so just give us a shout anyway that's all we have for you for this episode take care Uh this week Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Plot, not you.